Hello, dear reader. I'm back. We can get into the why later in the year during a lull in the MLS postseason, but for now, let's just jump into a quick introduction and the actual Charlotte FC content you're looking for. My name is Zach Hall. You can find me on Twitter, where I'm active, and I used to run a blog covering Charlotte soccer called Crown Town Soccer. It was marginally popular before I abruptly shut it down in a period of big transitions in my life. I'm older now, looking to pick up my hobby beyond the occasional tweet. There won't be a ton of real analysis here. I highly suggest creators like Top End 90, Charlotte FC TV, and Mint City Analytics for that. You can check links for those in the written version of this. What you'll find here is a news roundup and opinions from me. But if you aren't active on social media and just want the best of the best news with links to their original reporting, you can get that here. Get subscribed for semi-regular updates during the off-season, usually published on Thursdays. Then, depending on how this off-season goes, I'll establish a set schedule for the proper 2023 MLS season. First up, our first post-season transfer rumor, Enzo Capetti. From Argentinian journalists Cesar Luis Merlo and Leandro Andonio, I apologize for butchering your names, Charlotte FC has submitted a formal inquiry for racing club forward Enzo Capetti. A hot tip to Top Ben 90 for putting this on my Twitter feed. Racing has apparently told the club that they aren't interested in engaging in any transfer negotiations until after their season is over. The good news for Charlotte fans is that the season ends next week, with Racing two points up on Boca Juniors, but with one less game played. Racing fan account El Premier Grande claims that Racing has told numerous clubs, including Charlotte, that Capetti would only leave if a club meets his release clause, $10 million. I am no scout and will never profess to be. And I don't watch the Ar Argentinian league, so I have no idea if Capetti is worth $10 million. I can say that at that fee and his age, Capetti would be the third designated player for Charlotte joining fellow attackers Karol Swarderski and Camille Jozwiak. Swarderski definitely became a fan and staff favorite in the Queen City this season. While he didn't light up the league's golden boot race, as you would hope a DP forward to do, he was the team's only constant attacking threat. He eventually transitioned into more of an attacking midfielder, usually referred to as the number 10 in soccer shorthand, and in the last month of the season, before becoming more of a facilitator, for other players attacking runs, giving me the impression that the team would be looking to bring in another high-dollar out-and-out goal scorer to accompany him. Yazwiak had a rougher go of it in 2022. He plays mainly out on the wing. He's played both sides of the field, but consistently on the left since July. But he struggled to appear in the actual box score. His first assist didn't come until the 1-2 loss at home versus Orlando on July 22nd. And he then racked up two more in the 4-0 drubbing of Philly on October 1st. And that's it. Zero goals, three assists, and 19 appearances. Not ideal. I don't think Yazwiak's contract could potentially be bought down below the MLS-designated player threshold. He, his guaranteed compensation for 2022 was just over $1 million, well over the max salary charge of $612,000 for DP. And if I had to make a board of players I'd be willing to see sold in the winter, Yazwiak would be on it. Would you be interested in such a board? 
uh, let me know in the comments. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter if you're listening to this and not reading it. Next, our first roster moves, a.k.a. our negotiations with Christian Fuchs and Harrison Offal. The club officially made their postseason roster decisions public on Monday, with the big news being centered around their high-cost defenders, Christian Fuchs and Harrison Offal. They both apparently had club options for 2023, and the club has decided not to pick those options up. However, the club remains in discussions regarding the futures of both players. That's a quote. Meaning, they're attempting to negotiate lower salaries for them both in 2023. If the player decides to not sign a new contract, they won't return to Charlotte for next season. Let's start with the club captain. Parenthetical, maybe? We'll, We'll get to that in a bit. Christian Fuchs. Fuchs came to Charlotte with a big pedigree. He won the English Premier League in 2016 with Leicester City, making 30 starts for the champions that season. But he's now 36, will be 37 in April, just a month into the season. And his customary left-back position is not ideal for someone his age, especially on a team that relies on its wing-backs to participate in all phases of play, like Christian Latanzio's. He also was on a fairly large contract for his potential contributions in 2023. 375k. A potential wrinkle in this conversation is his status as club's captain. He was named captain before the beginning of the season and wore the band all season when he was available. But Fuchs earned two red cards in the season, including a lengthy suspension in the club's key push for the playoffs in September and October. The team earned seven out of nine possible points during his three-game suspension, including the memorable comeback win in Chicago and the 4-0 blowout win against Philly. In those three games, plus the season finale where Fuchs was available but did not start, Carol Schroederski wore the captain's armband. In an interview at MLSsoccer.com at the beginning of the month, sporting director Zoran Kurnetta said that, quote, Schroederski is absolutely untouchable, end quote. When asked about transfer rumors surrounding the forward, he then tacked this little nugget on, quote, there are rumors going around, but that's part of the soccer world. Carol is our captain. He's doing great for us. We love him. I think he's enjoying life in Charlotte and playing in MLS. Until this changes, he'll be our player. End quote. So, awkward. It seems as if Fuchs had his captaincy removed before the season was even over. The interview was published on October 4th during Fuchs' suspension. It's possible that the club had already informed him of their desire to negotiate a new, lower contract for 2023, and I imagine part of that negotiation is his place on the squad depth chart and his position as captain. Definitely something to keep an eye on. Harrison Awful has less drama surrounding his decision, and it's one I predicted. He's on a similar contract as Fuchs, and as an MLS veteran, he brings a lot to the squad, both on the field and in the locker room. But summer signing Nathaniel Byrne was brought in to replace Awful as the starting right back and performed extremely well in his limited appearances this fall. Homeboy Jalen Lindsay will most likely play deputy to Byrne in 2023, so paying over 300000 to an aging backup isn't a wise spend of limited resources. I personally hope both Fuchs and Awful return to the club with a lessened role in salary, Fuchs especially. As the club's first ever captain, he will always play a role in the club's mythos and I hope it isn't limited to just one season. Well, hey, this was fun. Hope this was helpful. Subscribe so you can get the next edition in your email inbox as soon as I publish. Until next time, peace.